Welcome to the Courier Mail's A-League podcast, where each week we run the ruler over the beautiful game. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Marco Monteverdi. Uh, with me today again, Brisbane Royal Assistant Coach Ross, the boss, Aloisi. Good day, mate. Hey, Marco. How are you? Yeah. Good, mate. Sammy's back from school. He's, he's on holiday. So, uh, <laughs> he needs a holiday. Just <laughs> Ross going me again today. So, mate, uh, I was looking at the Raw's, you know, record. Yep. Six, six unbeaten, but three draws in a row. Yep. So, he's, a, you know, dropping points. What's, uh, is it... Is it a case of it's good that it's six unbeaten or bad because of three draws and dropping points? I, I, look, that's, that's a really good good question. And the comment was made, um, well, the question was asked to Luke Devere after the game by Tara Rushton. I was I was walking into the dressing room and I, I had to wait because I couldn't go through the uh, the camera. And and Luke answered it. Um, and I once the interview was over, I said to Tara, he... He should have answered that differently. And she looked at it. She didn't give me a, a nice look. And I said, because not a lot of people remember that two of those draws are away from home against uh, an Adelaide side. And, and, uh, and we saw what they did in Sydney on the weekend. Uh, and the other draw um, was obviously against West Sydney Wanderers, which... Uh, we are quite disappointed. The players and and us coaching staff are disappointed with most of that performance. Um, but again, we still had we created chances to win that game. Uh, and and the draw at home was against Sydney FC, who had won the the first six games prior to that mm. uh, by by a lot of goals. And so we kept them to to one goal as well. And so it's not. I, I still um, will say at this moment in time that the, the season's never won at the beginning of the year. It's always uh, you know from the middle to the end is where a lot of teams kick on, and and I hope that uh, we're in that same boat. So it's you can look at it at dropping points, but you can also look at it that in uh, last year and years gone by, we probably would have lost that game on the weekend, and, and possibly even that one in Adelaide. Because you're not as not because you were less stern, less less confident last season. Or you... I, look, you know what? I, I don't know. I don't know the reason why um, we had some weird performances last year. Because you know we lost was it four nil in Adelaide and six six something six in Perth. three in yeah, Perth, yeah, yeah. five four in yeah, West that's Sydney. Right, that's right. Um, you know, there was some 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 weird performances, and and even years gone, like the season before mm-hmm. that. And I don't want to comment too much on that because we weren't coaching. Um, but there was some some terrible results away from home as well. So again, it's it's a positive. We look at it positively, uh, and uh, yes, you know, we'd like to um, to to win all our games. But don't forget, Brisbane Raw when they went thirty six unbeaten, they drew games there. They didn't win them all. That's right. So it's uh, you know it's it's tough to draw a game and not win. Um, but at the same time, when you look at it, you think on the weekend, uh, West Sydney Wanderers. They uh, you know we we had our chances the last fifteen minutes, and also in the first half we had chances to score goals. I thought he looked better when Dimmy came on the end. Bit of bit of energy. Yeah, look, Dimmy. Um, How did he take being being dropped back uh, to the bench? I I don't know. I you know he uh, he was a professional. Dimmy acted like a professional throughout the week. 
Uh, Dean was a professional when he came on. Uh, the players that came on, um, you know, no one likes to be put on the bench, but you know we've got a lot of good players. And, and in saying that, some players need to be rested at times. Some players need to perform to stay in the team. Um, and Dimmy came on and did a very good job and does that, that job really well, uh, playing as a 10 and, and plays within our structures. And, and uh, you know, I, was, I was quite impressed. So, and that, that's exactly what you want when a player comes on. Yeah, give that impact. Yeah, energy, absolutely. Uh, you know, he, he had uh, he created chances. He kept possession. All of a sudden, our structures were different. All of a sudden, they were pinned back instead of mm-hmm. us being pinned back. Um, our, our players they came to life again. But we had players in in the right area. So when you do win the ball back, that you can play to to players between lines the way we like to play. And and uh, you know that that was a, a much better. Uh, last 10 minutes and the rest of the game. What about Tommy Orr? He was another guy who, who came on. I read a story. It was in uh, in Sunday's paper, sort of sort of saying that we're all going to remain patient with him because I, well, like I like I think that with with all the hype, yeah, that he hasn't really delivered yet. Do you think he, he can get back to the to the level that he was that he was at previously? Look, whether I think that he can or I think that he can't is is. Probably not the question. I think the question is, um, is he going to? Yeah. Uh, and that's the question that, that, that Tommy um, can answer and answer with his football. Look, in Adelaide, I thought he played, he had a pretty good game. Uh, the game at home against Melbourne City, yeah. he was very good. Um, I think he is suited uh, better playing against certain teams. Um, and so I think he's, I think he's there. Uh, he, he's getting there. And, and so, you know, sometimes players need a bit of freshening up. And, and, but in saying that, they need to, to have an impact when they come in yeah. or when they start next. Um, and always with coaches, uh, it's hard to leave players out that are performing well, uh, that are scoring goals, setting up chances. Uh, so, you know, it, it, always the ball is in the player's court. And our father used to say to us when we weren't playing, he said he used to say to us, "Make the coach pick you." There you go. And so, how do you make the coach pick you? By performing well, playing with, well within in the team structures, and either school goals or set up goals, and and that's what most of the players are, uh, are there to do. Rocky loves him, eh? Rocky, yeah. Rocky. Yeah, yeah. He was. Um, he he always said to us, you know, you look at your own performance and and don't look at others. So no excuses. No excuses, and and that's exactly what we did on the weekend. And you know, from from the word go, as soon as we went into the dressing room, you know, had the shower, and and we start to think about ourselves before we even did the analysis. Uh, and you know, questions are always asked. And uh, the analysis showed the reason why, uh, within our structures, we played the way we played in that second half. Roscoe, what do you reckon? Like, you know, people say, oh, the Raw, you know, in the past, they talk about the way they played, the old Raw Salona line. I mean, when was was that? Yeah, like, well, back in 2011, 12, you know. And now the team's evolved and now they play a bit of a different style at times. Is it because of the personnel or just against certain certain teams? Like against Melbourne City when he sat back, hit him on the counter, was perfect because the way See, Melbourne City played. The, well, that, that's that's the whole thing and, and this is where this raw Salona... Look, I mean, people are always going to make comments and, and to be... And we've spoken about this. I don't listen to what is said 
outside too much and I you, know, you hear things Raw Salona when Ange was coaching the league was different 100% different they played an amazing brand of football I saw it from from uh, the first full season he had I came up here for a week uh, that's right pre-season. Yeah, yeah, and just to, to learn off of Ange because I'd spoken to him in the past I didn't know him that well and what I saw was amazing in the football that they played under Ange uh, Mike under Mike Mulvey, um, I don't think they played brilliant football, but they were, they had they had a winning mentality. Yeah, and belief, they, they, yeah, they were, yeah. Then after Mike Mulvey, that second year, um, I didn't see that, I didn't uh, see Ross alone. Uh, to be totally honest with the, you, the interim coach, big front, uh, whoever uh, whoever was coaching. Um, and the Guardian, Kenny Stead. Last last season, <laughs> look, Kenny Stead was at the club for a long time. Yeah, and he was at he was at the club when when Raw played beautiful yeah, football. Yeah. Um, last season, I thought that that we played some amazing football. Our our percentage possession percentage was was the highest in the league over the season. Our pass completion was as well. Um, you know, we had different personnel um, playing uh, as well. But the but the league has improved again this year. Mm, so you have a look at most teams play a possession based brand football, however you want to word it. Teams like to have possession. So when when a team uh, like Melbourne City overload you in the midfield and 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 they have got some unbelievable players in their team, so you're talking about nine million dollars worth, mm. if not more. Um, you know they should have a lot of possession. You think that they would have a lot of possession. Uh, we didn't sit back. That's the whole thing. When when they had possession, we were, we were defending within our structures. Yeah. So it wasn't that we sat um, most of the time. We were in our midfield third. So it wasn't that we were sitting on our on on our um, eighteen yard box like we did on the weekend. Yeah. And you know, even though we we didn't defend so the way we wanted to within our structures, we still defended well. So. They scored only one goal with Sydney Wanderers. That's right, yeah. So with Melbourne City, they overload you. They will attack you. As soon as you win that ball, they press you. So it's a full press. It's man on man up front. Uh, sorry, in our, or their, their front, our yeah. back third. If you play through that press, all of a sudden you're man on man exactly. in your yeah. front third or in the midfield third. So it becomes a counter-attacking game. And that's, that's, right. and that's where we, we know that. We saw it. They may play different against us this time around. Actually, yeah, I was going to say, do you, do you think, because of what you did to them last time when they didn't have a shot Poss- and think, possibly. On, on target to uh, you know, the double But they might change things around. Possibly they may go to a back four and play with a, with a back four. Uh, most of the games that they play, they play with a back three and build up and defend with a back four. Mm. Um, They've so, also got the cup this week. That's exactly another, that's a very good so, point. Uh, so we're, so we're aware of that. And we, you, know, you don't know they may go to a back four. Um, because of personnel, uh, because when when uh, certain players play, they do play with a back four. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, and and uh, yeah, yeah. Again, back onto that comment of the Raw Salona. Mm. Look, definitely, we want to be much better than what we were on on Saturday. Um, and and you're not going to have total control of a game. No one ever does. Even with all the possession that West Sydney Wanderers had. Uh, we still controlled that last 10 minutes which was another 4 minutes added on to that so it was the last 15 or yeah. so uh, and and looked like we were going to win the game with all the possession that they had so you know that, that, that goes in any game but um, you know we're definitely looking for a better performance in possession 
Man, on the cup final, yeah. how do you have you? Do you think um, you know the FFA Cup? Do you think it's it's you know captured the imagination and it, is it becoming more of an occasion now? We you know, the so. final. You think people think people so. love it? Yeah, look, you know, I, I went to the final in Adelaide when Adelaide won it. That was uh, the first year, wasn't it? I took my family. Yeah, um, and they loved it. We then last season was was a, was it Melbourne victory, won it, which was against Perth as well. Yeah, yeah which was yeah. A, I think it was a good game from memory, mm. and definitely yeah, Sydney FC want to win it because they tried I think to get they the both game. Do, don't yeah, they? well, one hundred percent Melbourne City yeah. want to win. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilin sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats, and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, it would be their first bit of silverware. Correct. Um, yeah, and Sydney's first in a while. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, uh, I know both teams really want to win and I think it's going to be a really good game because I think both teams play really good good football and, and we've seen Sydney FC. You know, they, They've scored a lot of goals until they came... To Suncorp two weeks ago, they had scored four goals in what four, games. four yeah, of their that's games. Right, that's right. Yeah. So, who yeah. could win? Give us a tip. Oh, you know what? I, I've got to see who's playing um, because you know some players may be rested. You don't know. But Melbourne City played yesterday. Um, you think uh, Kale will start because he's he was on the bench yeah, yesterday? Yeah, possibly. Possibly they're saving him for that game. I think uh, JBS said he uh, rested some some blokes with the cup in mind. Yeah, so, so uh, it's it's uh, it, it'll be interesting. But I, I don't want to make a prediction because you know it's too hard. Again, you don't know who's playing and who's not. Mm. I'm going to make a tip, Sydney. There you go. Okay, why is that? I just think uh, even though it's in Melbourne, I, I think that I know they haven't lost this season. They're probably due to lose sometime. But I mean, you know, that's I think that they just got. Some better, better like, better like you know. Sort oh, of players up front. Players. Do you think players were rested on the weekend? Uh, maybe Brosk was. Maybe yeah. Brosk was. He, he comes back in for for uh, Carney. I think Arnie. I think he's really, he's really uh, like. I know Melbourne City won a lot, win it too. But I think yeah. Arnie's got a real. They, they've they've got a lot of lot of firepower, haven't they? Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, and, and you know, possibly. I mean, obviously, you have two with Fauna Roll in that, but you know. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And there's there's no question. Then you think there would be goals here, but the, I think Sydney got a better. I think the point that I, that I was I was trying to make there is that if if uh, Melbourne City build up with the back three and they turn the ball over, they've in trouble. Uh, well, Sydney FC have got some unbelievable firepower there to to catch them on the on the break, and uh, that happens with a team that. Um, you know, that, that that does put an overload in um, in midfield like Melbourne City do, like we, like we spoke about. And you know, with Bross, Bross is looking so good. Yeah, I can't believe how good he's looking. Yeah, I know. Because with all the troubles he's had, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll see. Hopefully, it's a good game. Anyway, I think it will be. Um, just wanted to ask you about Adelaide. Yeah. Now, it's been eight games now, same as last year. Eight games. They're, they're getting close to winning. Mm. They played the Phoenix uh, this weekend um, in Adelaide. You think this is their time now? They can, you know, 
Oh, they're starting to get uh, the, the the fish came back the other yeah, day. He on came the bench. back. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a real asset um, for them. Uh, I think Karuska will be better for um, playing a few more games. Look, it's a tough one. You know, the Phoenix. Um, you know, not happy again with uh, with losing a game, but you know they. I'll tell you what, they they got such good players in that team. A lot of teams got a lot of firepower. And uh, Guardiola's a, he's, he's a top player, a real, real top striker. So I think, you know, possibly at home, Adelaide have got a very good record against the Phoenix. Possibly could be their first win. There you go. You made the call? I, I said possibly. <laughs> <laughs> they play good football. I'll tell you what, they, they're a good side. Yeah. They showed against Sydney FC what, what they can do. Correct. Right, we'll see. Yeah. It'll be, uh, be a good game. Uh, what else is on this weekend? Um, what about uh, the Mariners? Yeah. Beating Perth at home. Yep. Now they're hosting the Wanderers. Yeah. I know last Thursday watching that game, I yeah. got a text saying, I told you that uh, our wonder when no, the Mariners <laughs> wasn't that, wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't, you know, what's the name, you know, Scrappy. Yeah. And that it was a good result. You think that they'll... Uh, we said it. We said it from from as soon as we saw Paul O'Connor's team play the way yeah. they played. Uh, we said straight away that they they'll take points off the of teams, and you know they play a good brand of football. They <coughs> they have their strengths. They also have um, probably not. I'd say within their squad, um, I, I, I'm assuming that Paul would like to have different personnel as well. Yeah, it's not, it's not his team yet, is it? No, no. But the football that they play is, is good football. Um, and yes, we knew from from day one when they when we saw the game against Perth Glory that they'll they'll take points away from teams. And you know, pe- people are you know asking if they'll be in the top six and whatnot. You don't know. Mm. You don't know. But uh, you're not surprised at all with the with the performance and the result of that game and. We were in camp, so we were in Sydney on the Thursday night, and my brother said at dinner to all of us that uh, he thought that Central Coast will win this game. There you go. Before the game started. And uh, just there's a few, when you play against certain teams, play against certain teams, there's different matchups. Yeah. And he just felt that there was a, there was, it was a good matchup for Central Coast Mariners. Well, good uh, you know, prediction there. Because yeah. not, not many tipped them, so... No, well, no one tipped them. Uh, no one tipped them. Uh, anyway, <laughs> there was a bit of banter after, I told you so. <laughs> was that, yeah, no. Nah, it was someone, it was someone, yeah, it wasn't your brother, but it was someone No, I know that it wasn't, wasn't my brother text. that, I know my brother wouldn't text you that. <laughs> um, hey, Roscoe, what do you reckon, um, yeah, the AFC playoff game yep. in, like, February, you know, some court, you know, Suncorp's uh, not uh, free because of the uh, tents. You know, rugby. Yes. Cusack's not free because of Guns and Roses. Right. Ballymore because the stands no good. So, what's, what's the issue with the stands? No, there's something wrong with the big stand on the the far okay. side that's like never open. They're worried about trying to get people out and in. And then if you close that, it sort of limits the sort of capacity. Yes. So there's talk about. Uh, well, I think Rabina is the last resort because we saw. A couple of well, I think the 2015 Champions League when the Raw took the games de- down there. The There's fans, no other fans, no uh, other facilities uh, here. Well, let's talk about the Gabba okay. and maybe the Showgrounds. Right. I'd love the show. Well, I'd love either the yep. Showgrounds would be good for a bit of sort of you know nostalgia. Yeah. Like when you guys play like Rabina, do you do you, I mean 
don't know. We've played two pre-season yeah. games there. Um, I'd like, and this is just a, a personal preference, I'd like to see it played in Brisbane. Yeah. Um, but again, I think the Brisbane Raw represent um, the whole Queensland. of Queensland. So um, I don't know if it's going to be taken out there or not. It's the mm. first I've heard of it. Uh, but if it was to be played in the Gold Coast, well then, um, because we can't get another ground here in Brisbane, then that's just the way it's got to be. But I personally, I'd like to see it here in here in Brisbane. Where the Gabra or the Oh, like wherever, wherever. Yeah. If the showgrounds is up to to the standard, uh, that especially the the grass is yeah, important. Yeah, that's, that's a, yeah. Um, then there would be great. Uh, but if it's at the Gabba, the be fantastic as well. I don't know if they can drop uh, drop in or pull out uh, the cricket pitch. Yeah, well, then I think that would be a big ins. issue. <laughs> I, know, I know Adelaide do. Adelaide yeah, Oval. Adelaide Oval, Oval yeah. uh, the MCG, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, people always complain, oh, it's round and you're putting the field in the middle. The other night at uh, Spotless, how did yeah. you find it compared to Pertec? You know what? Their fans were still very, very loud and yeah. very good. Yeah. Um, it was... That's an amazing atmosphere, I tell you what. There wasn't a big crowd there, either. No, 11,000, yeah. That uh, RBB block, yeah. uh, the red and black block, they are unbelievable. The yeah. amount of noise that they make yeah. and the way they sing. Um, but I didn't hear any abuse this week. It's too far away. It's too far away. And it doesn't have the same impact, 100% not. Uh, How was a surface? Right? surface was, was, uh, was good. Yeah. It was good. Strange grass, but it was, well, it was like, good. Yeah, I, I actually don't know what it was. Cooch. It kind of looked like cooch, but it wasn't cooch. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a grass man. I, I wish I was. I I uh, actually loved uh, when I was a kid. You know, the uh, watching the cricket curators at, uh, at school. Okay, and we had yeah. turf pitches at school. Yeah, yeah. Played cricket as a Did kid. Did you get Les uh, out there? For uh, like, well, well, great. No, but um, yeah, I was always fascinated with that stuff. But anyway, we're going off track. <laughs> Uh, what about the women on the uh, weekend? Yep. Yeah, you know, I mean, another, another good result, and you know, very happy um, that the girls are, uh, you know, are doing so well. Yeah, um, you know, our, the Mel Andrietta, the coach, wasn't <laughs> wasn't too happy <clears throat> with a few things um, within the structures, but. Uh, you know, the, the the beauty about her is that she's out at every single training session of ours. You know, and early in the morning, and then goes and coaches the team uh, in the evening. And you know, her she's, she's I, I think she's doing a great job. You know, it's not easy to learn someone's structures, and and she's only been in for a short time, and and I think she's done a fantastic job. And for her to be disappointed and saying the players are a little bit disappointed too because there were certain things they weren't happy with within our structures, mm. uh, you know, is, is a good sign. Especially when you go to West Sydney Wanderers uh, and and beat them 2 0. And they played at Marconi Stadium. Yeah, one of the, one uh, of the great venues. Yeah, well, apparently the, uh, the grass was very long and very mm. thick, yeah. and it's taken the girls a little bit of time to recover with that. Was um, that a uh, deliberate ploy? Oh, look, I don't know. I don't know if, if that was the case, but uh, there's got to be certain standards when when teams play, and apparently that wasn't up to up to standards. Mm. Hey, one more before we go. Yep. Expansion, bit a bit of talk again. Yep. Would you like to, if there's a second Queensland team uh, comes in, where where would you like to see in Brisbane? Oh. Western Western Corridor. 
Oh, where's, the West, where's the Western Corridor? Like, you know, Ipswich, Springfield, like, yeah, they'd have that someone, someone was, actually, my cousin was uh, was over, he lives in the Gold Coast yesterday, and he was talking about that Springfield yeah, catchment yeah. area yeah, um, that he was saying is quite big out there, and uh, it's funny you brought that up. Uh, and <laughs> I, look, I don't know, I, I, I don't know, I, you know, my heart and soul is at the Brisbane Raw, so I... I don't really want another team. <laughs> in Brisbane or anywhere? No. What about the well, old derbies? Yeah, I, yeah. You know what? I, I still like us. I, I know that it's going to happen one day, um, you know, in three, four years' time. So whenever it happens, wherever it's going to be, let it be. My heart's with the raw. Just going to make sure it's planned properly because, you know, last time Gough Ash United in the Fury. But that's and, that's up to the FFA. Yeah. Yeah, it's, not, it's not a concern of mine and I... Like I said, I'm more worried about what we're doing at the Raw. All right, mate. So what's, your, what's your gut feeling on Borello and Christensen this weekend? Um, not sure if Christensen, Christensen is a 50-50 and Borello, I think he should be okay to, to be, uh, In the squad be up for selection. Available. Yeah. 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 So he trained today and, uh, and he'll train again tomorrow. Big yeah. game, big yes. game against uh, yeah, big game. They're, all, game. they're all big games. Yeah, yeah 100% right, and we're definitely looking forward to it. And then you've got Adelaide at home the week, uh, the week after. Correct. After the concert, hopefully the field's all right. Yeah, well, it's probably going to be an issue, but it is what it is. What do you do? Correct. All right, mate. No problem. Thanks, and uh, thanks, everyone, for uh, listening. And see you next week. Next week. Thanks for listening and remember to visit couriermail.com.au for the latest news, sport, business and entertainment. And whether you agree or disagree, love us or loathe us, please rate the podcast on iTunes. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.